Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Christmas Eve, a time when families are preparing for Christmas Day, wrapping gifts, decorating the tree, cooking the turkey and often with carols playing in the background. But not so at the Williams home, when Helen Ann Williams became very upset when her husband came home from shopping but didn't bring any beer for her. When her husband went into the kitchen to make himself some supper, Williams grabbed a ceramic squirrel and repeatedly hit her husband over the head with it before stabbing him in the chest. Fortunately, he survived, but Helen Williams was charged with aggravated domestic violence. Now, that's the first time I've ever heard of a ceramic squirrel being used as a weapon. And in fact, until researching this episode, I had no idea how many crimes involve squirrels. I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Now in the world of crime, stalking has to be one of the creepiest of all. It's unnerving and scary. And that's precisely what happened to a woman in Germany in the city of Bottrop back in 2015. On her daily walk, she became very uncomfortable when she noticed a tiny red squirrel was deliberately following her. She kept walking, but then, according to the report, the squirrel started chasing her and was being aggressive. I love that the story's about a tiny red squirrel, but anyway, let's keep going. She called the police who arrived at the scene and quickly arrested the squirrel and took it back to the station. A vet was called who diagnosed the squirrel as suffering from exhaustion and it stayed at the police station where they fed it honey until it was healthy enough to go until it was healthy enough to be transported to a rescue center. Eventually, after further treatment, it was released back into the wild. And yes, yes, that is the actual sound of a squirrel barking. And over to Vermont in the US, where a squirrel took their terrorist activities to the next level, literally terrorizing a neighborhood back in 2011, with numerous reports from people who came face to face with this smooth squirrel. Okay, all right, not all of my puns are good. One local said he was shoveling snow when the grey squirrel jumped onto his back, scratching and clawing him, and this happened on three separate occasions until he managed to chase the squirrel off. At least two other people living in the suburb also reported similar attacks, and one was even tested for rabies. Now, even though the chief vet in Vermont said there were no recorded cases of a human catching rabies from a squirrel attack, they still went ahead with the testing anyway. In another case of a vicious squirrel attack, in 2016, Daniel Felice, a contractor who was engaged to do work on a home in Virginia, ended up suing the property owners for 90 grand for injuries he allegedly sustained after their pet squirrel attacked him. According to the complaint, Deborah and Paul Desjardins' squirrel bit and scratched his leg and hand. The Desjardins denied having ever had a pet squirrel and said it was simply a wild one that lived in the neighbourhood and Mr Desjardin handled the matter to his insurance company for them to sort it out. And in Chicago in 2013, 
Alderman Howard Brookins Jr. gave a speech at a city council meeting about aggressive squirrels that had been repeatedly chewing holes in the council garbage bins and it was costing the council a fortune to replace them. Ironically, mere days later, Alderman Brookins was riding his bike on a bike track when what he described as a kamikaze squirrel jumped onto the bike but ended up getting caught in the spokes with Brookins being catapulted over the handlebars as a result. Sadly, the squirrel died in the accident and the alderman ended up with a fractured skull, broken nose and multiple teeth were also smashed out of his mouth. Brookins was hilariously quoted as saying, I can think of no other reason for this squirrel's actions than that it was like a suicide bomber getting revenge. In January this year, a couple in the state of Georgia and the USA returned home from a holiday to find their house had been completely trashed, with poop all over the furniture, wood chips all over the floor, chewed doors, most of the window frames had also been chewed, and holes had even been poked through the glass windows. Even the tap in the kitchen was running full bore and for God knows how long. The culprit turned out to be a squirrel after the homeowner Dustin Drees followed a trail of teeny-weeny footprints that went to the chimney. As he shone the torch on his phone up the chimney, the vandalist squirrel shot past him, sprinted over the couch, raced into the dining room and then to the bathroom, jumped into and then out of the toilet, and then headed at high speed into the bedroom of the homeowner's daughter, where it was eventually captured by animal control. The Drees were left with a bill of 15 grand, which wasn't covered by their homeowner's insurance, because their policy specifically excluded cover for any damage caused by birds, vermin, rodents and insects. And if you think that squirrel caused a lot of damage, listen to this story. Macmillan Park, Indiana in 2014, a newly built community centre was due to be opened in June. But before the opening could occur, it was completely trashed by a squirrel that got into the building and demolished the electrical equipment. This led to a power surge which damaged the air conditioning and the heating systems in the building, leaving a damage bill of around 300000 bucks. And in New Jersey in 2012, a squirrel was allegedly responsible for bringing an entire transit system to a standstill. According to a statement from Amtrak spokesperson Cliff Cole, a squirrel chewed through part of the circuit breaker which tripped the electrical transformer that controlled all of the crossing lights, which is very dangerous because train drivers don't know whether it's safe or not to cross intersections. And as a result, over 100 New Jersey transit trains and 30 Amtrak trains were delayed or cancelled. Now to arson. Another crime squirrels are pretty good at committing. To Essex in the UK, where a fire that resulted in three fire engines attending to save a house from burning to the ground, was caused by a squirrel chewing through the cables of a fluorescent light in the attached garage, with the fire rapidly spreading into the house. No one was hurt, but the owners were left with a hefty bill to repair the damage. A spokesperson for the London Fire Brigade said, It's nuts to think that squirrels can start fires, but that's exactly what happened here. 
And in another story from the UK, this time Watford, seven firefighters attended at a local park after receiving calls that people were in the pond in the park and needed rescuing. In an operation that took about 15 minutes and also required the use of a ladder, the seven firemen eventually rescued a very soggy grey squirrel that was stranded on a reed bed in the middle of the pond. Local MP Richard Harrington described the rescue effort as a very disproportionate use of manpower and pointed out that seven firemen attending at the scene had the potential to take them away from more serious call-outs. The Hertfordshire Fire Department defended their actions, saying they'd been told there were people at risk of drowning and the three fire engines and seven firemen were necessary for the rescue mission. And now for some squirrel stories involving a couple of celebrities. In Thailand, it's not uncommon for local criminals to exploit wildlife, and sometimes this extends to offering tourist photos and selfies with protected animals. The local authorities are constantly trying to catch the offenders, but they continue to appear all over the country and often go undetected. In 2013, the singer Rihanna was in Thailand when she was offered a selfie opportunity with some slow lorises, which can be best described as squirrels with gigantic eyes, a highly protected species in Southeast Asia. Rihanna quickly uploaded the pic to her Instagram and by a stroke of luck, one of her followers was a Thai citizen who was also friends with a member of the Thai police. He contacted them straight away to report the photo and due to his quick action, the Thai police were able to track down the two men. The 16 and 20-year-old culprits were fined and the lorises were ultimately released back into the wild. And another singer, Niall Horan, lead singer of the band One Direction, ended up in hospital after being attacked by what was described as a killer squirrel. Now, I couldn't verify this story. I think he actually just had knee surgery that was already booked in. But when the media asked him what happened, he told them it was a killer squirrel. But the weird thing is I found so many stories saying it was a squirrel. Look, I don't know. I don't know. But if you don't like One Direction songs, maybe just change the station. You don't have to chomp them on the knee to make your point if the story's true. Now we are ending this episode with a bizarre story that does involve a dead squirrel, but please stick with us, it's a doozy. In 2012 in Michigan, Barbara Pello and her boyfriend Keck Chanthavalong found a dead squirrel on the side of the road. And not wanting to waste the little animal, they decided to have a roadkill banquet. So they took the squirrel back to their apartment and then, ended, and then found themselves facing a $2 million penalty. So what exactly happened? Well, Shanthalavong decided the easiest way to remove the fur from the roadkill was to use a blowtorch. But he ended up leaving the blowtorch unattended on the deck for 15 minutes, just long enough to set fire to the apartment building he and Barbara Pello lived in, damaging 32 apartments and destroying a shitload of the residents' personal belongings. In the original court case, Pello was ordered to pay 15 grand, but then a second ruling from the court said she may have to pay up to 2 million bucks to cover the cost of the insurance company that issued the policy for the apartment building. 
According to the rental agreement, barbecues were not allowed on the balconies and decks of the apartments, which gave the insurer an opportunity to recover the excess on the policy. Man, think of all the dead squirrels you could buy with two million bucks. And just think of all the amazing dinners you could buy with two million bucks. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. Thanks for listening, everyone. You can listen to us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Casts, AntennaPod, Downcast, the Smooth Criminal Podcast channel on YouTube, and even through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smoothcriminal. We also have a Facebook page, Smooth Criminal Groupies, and you might be able to find us on Twitter too. Please rate and review and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, don't get hit by... Don't get struck by a smooth criminal. Mm-hmm.